please join in our entrance hymn, Here I Am, Lord. Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Lord be with you. A very warm welcome to our morning celebration of Mass here at St. Bride's Church in Canvas Lang, which is the funeral Mass for the repose of the soul of Mary Ann McMahon. We welcome uh, to the church especially her mum, uh, Mary. We also welcome uh, Carmen and David, and Natalie and David, and Bailey and Devon, and Scarlett, and Pat and Lynn. and all family who are here with us today. And welcome also to family friends who have joined us for the Mass. Today uh, we've gathered in sadness at the loss of someone who's been very special to many people in her life, uh, in their lives. Uh, But today we also gather to thank God for the many blessings that have been brought to many people's lives uh, through Mary Ann. We thank God for the joy, the goodness and the kindness of her life. To begin the Mass and to offer the Mass more worthily, we first call to mind our sins. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, 
through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Blessed Mary, ever virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, who pray for me to the Lord our God. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Let us pray. O God, Almighty Father, our faith professes that your Son died and rose again. Mercifully grant that through this mystery, your servant Mary Ann, who has fallen asleep in Christ, may rejoice to rise again through him, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God for ever and ever. Please be seated. Reading from the Book of Wisdom, the souls of the, of the virtuous are in the hands of God. No torment shall ever touch them. In the eyes of the unwise, they did appear to die. Their going looked like a disaster. They are leaving us like annihilation, but they are in peace. If they experience punishment as men see it, their hope was rich with immortality. Slight was their affliction, great will their blessing be. God has put them to the test and proved them worthy to be with him. He has tested them like gold in a furnace and accepted them like a holy cause. They who trust in him will understand the truth. Those who are faithful will live with him in love. For grace and mercy await those he has chosen. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
side who can be against us since God did not spare his own son but gave him up to benefit us all we may be certain after such a gift that he will not refuse anything he can give could anyone accuse those that God has chosen when God acquits could anyone condemn could Christ Jesus no he will not only died for us he rose from the dead and there at God's right hand he stands and pleads for us Nothing, therefore, can come between us and the love of Christ. Even if we are troubled or worried or being persecuted or lacking food or clothes or being threatened or even attacked, these are the trials through which we triumph by the power of him who loved us. For I am certain of this, neither death nor life, no angel, no prince, nothing that exists, nothing still to come, not any power or height or depth, nor any created thing can ever come between us and the love of God made visible in Christ Jesus our Lord. This is the word of the Lord. and the life says the Lord whoever believes in me will never die be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. And Jesus said to his disciples, do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God still and trust in me. There are many rooms in my father's house. If there were not, I should have told you. I am going now to prepare a place for you. And after I have gone and prepared your place, I shall return to take you with me. So that where I am, you may be too. You know the way to the place where I am going. And Thomas said, Lord, we do not know where you are going, so how can we know the way? And Jesus said, I am the way, the truth and the life. 
No one can come to the Father except through me. The Gospel of the Lord. Yesterday I mentioned at the evening service that these are days of homecoming for Mary Ann. For a number of years she lived far away in the east coast uh, of Scotland in Kirkcaldy. She'd made her life there and was very happy and content, especially beside her daughter, son-in-law and the grandchildren that lived there. But always, always she retained a great affection for this place that she'd been brought up in. She always said that she wanted to be brought back to Cambus Lang and to this church where she had made her sacraments at the end of her life. So today is a homecoming for her, brought back to her mother, brought back to her relatives and friends in this town, brought back to the streets that she knew, (coughs) near the schools that she attended, brought back to the many things that she loved. She's home. She's the place that she always loved. But she's home in another sense. She has gone to the father's home, to the place where all roads lead, to the end of the journey where he is, of course, waiting, where we are not only guests in his house, but we're more children that are welcomed home. We take great comfort at the thought of another homecoming which this homecoming today is but a foreshadow of. She's safely home, safely at rest, safely arrived at the place where the journey leads through life. There's no more pain, no more of the restrictions of those latter years that she knew so well. She is set free. The readings of today's Mass speak with confidence about the end of her life. God waits for us. God looks for us. God is there to welcome us. And the Gospel uses that great image of a house and a home in which there are many rooms. In the end, there is space for all, rooms for all. The table is set for all. All can come here where the journey itself leads to the Father's house. The lights are on, the fire is set, and the table is ready. All are welcome. This is where all roads lead to the mercy and the love of God. Mary Ann had a strong face all, all of her life and trusted and hoped and believed in the love of God for her and her own life. That same love of God which that reading speaks of and is all about. Mary Ann was born on the 1st of April 1960. She was the eldest child of Mary and Tommy. Brother Pat and Sister Lynn was to follow. All her life she'd retained a great affection for her brother and sister. There are many stories of things that herself and Pat got up to in those younger days. Mary Ann was particularly fond of growing up in the circuit and the great memories of her time there, many friends and great neighbours. Early memories tell us of her that she was a headstrong child, She was one of those children who used to go into shops and used to say, I want, I want, I want. And thereafter, the shopkeeper simply knew her as Mary, I want. 
for early life, saw her going to London uh, in her young years. Uh, Mary Ann had uh, two children, Kelly, born in 1980, and Carmen, born in 1987. After living away uh, from this place, she returned to Cambus Lang at Whitleyburn, but eventually in 2002 decided to live in Kirkcaldy. She was always in two minds about returning to Cambus Lang, but she loved the sea air and the town and the friendliness of that place. Nine years ago now, she was diagnosed with the illness which would eventually take her life, and as the family know, it progressively restricted her life and the things that she was able to do, and eventually she simply could not breathe. She had the joy of being a grandmother uh, to Natalie and Neve and David and Bailey and Devon and young Scarlett, who has only just recently arrived in the world. She loved all of these children very much. They were her joy and they brought her great happiness in her life. And the children themselves, they have amazing memories of their nana singing, dancing with her and making up songs uh, with them. They would ask every day to go, these young children, to her house. Mind you, I think they always knew that she had treats for them. All the family, Mary, and all the family are very sad at their loss today. A big part of their life has gone with her death. Carmen, her daughter, will particularly miss her. They were very close indeed, sharing much over the years. And Carmen's very glad that she saw the children, those young children especially, grow up. That meant so much to her. She was always showing pictures of them, I believe, to anyone who came to the house. Life always seems, doesn't it, too short in the end. Although uh, from the last decade, uh, Mary's life was blighted by illness. Uh, in the end... It kind of all seems too short, cut short in a sense. Family had hoped that she would be there for more and more years, and especially to see these grandchildren's lives and to see them all grow up. But even though maybe today there's regret, there's also joy. Joy at a life that has brought much happiness and love and has meant so much to people around about her. She's gone, but that love and that care that she brought to many lives will never be forgotten. That love has a special part in everyone's life that knew her. We say that God is love and that the very reason that we live is to love. Uh, those who live in love live in God. That's a simple truth. To love is to be in the presence of God. And what a beautiful truth that is. Today we thank God for Mary Ann's good and generous life, for the love and support and kindness that she she gave to others, for the joy that she brought to people's lives, for the many blessings that she has been. May she rest gently now and peacefully at the end of her life, and may God bless her in every way. We stand. Let us turn to our loving Father, asking him to give eternal rest to the departed 
and comfort and hope to the living. For the family of the church, that we may grow in our faith in the power of Jesus over sin and death. Lord, hear us. For the leaders of nations, that they may promote peace and justice in the world. Lord, hear us. For those who mourn their loss, especially the family and friends of Mary Ann, that their grief may be lightened by the risen Christ and his promise to unite us again in our heavenly home. Lord, hear us. And for Mary Ann, who sleeps now in the Lord, that she may be raised up on the last day and receive the reward of her goodness. Lord, hear us. God of our salvation, you reward the just and console those who mourn. Hear our prayers in the name of your risen Son, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. Please be seated. Please join in our offertory hymn, Make Me a Channel of Your Peace. Make me a channel of your peace Where there is hatred let me bring your love Where there is injury or pardon not And where there's doubt true faith channel of your peace where there's despair in life let me bring brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. As we humbly present to you these offerings, O Lord, for the salvation of your servant, Mary Ann, we beseech your mercy that she who did not doubt your son to be a loving saviour may find in him a most merciful judge. We ask this through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. 
Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For even though by our own fault we perish, yet by your compassion and your grace, when seized by death according to our sins, we are redeemed through Christ's great victory and with him called back into life. And so with the powers of heaven, we worship you constantly in earth and before you without end we acclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them, what is beautiful, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you've held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church, spread throughout the world. Bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, Joseph, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember Mary Ann, whom you have called from this world to yourself. Grant that she, who is united with your son in a death like his, may also be one with him in his resurrection. And remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection, and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, her spouse, the blessed apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours forever and ever. Amen. Please stand. We pray together in the words that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil, and graciously grant peace in our days that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. 
Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you, look not in our sins, but in the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity, in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. Peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer one another a sign of peace. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof. Only through the work of my soul shall be saved.
Let us pray. Lord God, whose Son left us in the sacrament of his body, food for the journey, mercifully grant that strengthened by it, our dear sister may come to the eternal table of Christ, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Please be seated. Just before the final prayers, uh, I think young David would like to say a few few words to us. Nana, to my dearest darling Nana, up in heaven, high above, I know today you're with us all in sending all your love. Today we all remember you and bid you one last goodbye, celebrate the life you had and maybe have a cry. You'll never be forgotten, Nana. Just I'll close my eyes and see your smiling face and feel your love and you'll be close to me. You had such a long life, so many have so less. It was your time. The angels came and picked you with the best. So dear Nana, up above, Although you're no longer here, in my heart is where I'll keep you. Forever you'll be near. In Nana's last few years, she went through suffering that not a lot of us here would understand. And she somehow still found a way to make everyone else's life a a lot better. And always found a way to cheer everyone up and made time for a lot of people. She was just something special and she was the type of person you could go to and talk to for hours and hours every single day and it made it a lot better that she lived maybe two minutes away from where we live because I could go to her house whenever I felt down or whenever I just didn't feel right and she was there always no matter who you were she was such a caring person and she like I said, was going through a lot in the last few years of her life. She always, always found the bright side of everything. And even though she might have not lived as long as she would have hoped for, she will always be with all of us. And that's for the rest of our lives. I love you, Nana, and I hope I see you again one day. very nice, wasn't it? Those Kirkcaldy boys can do well, can't they? (laughs) We could learn a bit from those Kirkcaldy boys. Please stand.
Ghaeltachie, starting in our final hymn, Hail Queen of Heaven. <laughs> 